What's up? Nothing. How's your practice going? <laughs> Why is that funny? Because it's not really going right now. We talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Welcome to My Sword Magic, a weekly podcast where we explore the practice of Ashtanga Yoga. We take a look at the things that come up on the mat and beyond. We're your hosts, Pat and Abby. Why not? Um, I don't know, because I'm practicing at home. I have a bit of a injury or a lack of motivation. So I'm not really doing... Well, which one is it? Sort of both. What do you mean? I mean, it's kind of both. It's like I'm have this rib thing going on that's been annoying. I'm practicing at home. Yeah, an injury that's annoying is not an injury. <sighs> right? I don't know. Well, I don't know either, but if you have like a real injury, well, I'm you saying know it's, it's a like, real I'm, injury. Well, I'm saying it's like annoying because it hurts and I don't want it to be there, so I'm annoyed by it, but it's also, it hurts. Okay, so, sh- yeah. All right, so we're going to go on to you're not practicing because you have Thank a lack you. of motivation you. because Thank you're you. at home. Thank you. Deal? Thank you. Deal. All right, so why? I don't know. It's hard for, I don't know. It's, I don't know how to answer that question exactly. Hmm. I don't know how, I, I what mean, about I that question is confusing to you? Um, I mean, I don't, I have a hard time like transitioning from a shala to home. Kay. I'm a little bit uninspired by my practice. Okay. Got some personal things going on that make me not excited about my practice right now. But Where I'm are you trying at in your get practice? What do you mean? Like what pose? Um, I don't know how to say it. Exactly, but it's the dancer pose. Mm. Naraja something. Yeah. Um, which is which you can do. Oh, yeah. I can do yeah. it. I'm like almost done with finishing third, but um, I don't know if I... I'll have to teach it to myself, I guess. Yeah. If I want to do the rest of them because like... Or I mean, find a Zoom teacher. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I've, I'm have i at this weird point where I'm like, uh, do I need to have a teacher to allow me to do this stuff or can I just explore it on my own? I mean, I know it's not a stronga at all, at all, at all. But at the same time, I'm like... You want my opinion? What? Yes. Well, so why do you have problems transitioning to a home practice? Are you not confident in your practice? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I just hit some points with my practice here and there where I just don't get inspired by it. And so it's hard for me to get inspired by it at home. And I have an injury and I'm trying to figure out like what is causing it because it's the same thing that keeps coming up. So um, I'm sort of just taking it slow because I don't want to hurt it any more than it's already hurt. Best thing you do, in my opinion. What? Take a week off, kind of. Do what you want to do that week, then start back half primary from there. Do primary, then half primary to capo, and then continue to build into it, right? Are you my new teacher? Is this no, <laughs> absolutely not. But that's what I would do. I mean, I feel like that's the most logical way to do it. Like, give yeah. yourself the space. Give yourself a little, like, a nice little breather week to where you just don't create, like, too much pressure on yourself. And then just slowly increase the load. I mean, that's really what I've been doing is not putting too much pressure on myself to immediately jump, excuse me, into my practice um, from one space to another because, like, I don't know. It's 
mean, we talked about it a little bit on one of the podcasts before about taking it slow. And so I'm trying to take my own advice on just kind of like building back up into it to where like I can sustain that motivation because I have a tendency to like go full force and then be like, and then get like, um, averse to it. So I don't want to get adverse to it. And I'd want to just like build back up my confidence at home. You got to get your passion back. Yeah. I you should, you should film it. I do some ticky talks. I will film it. I haven't really wanted to film it right now. I don't know. It's a really weird space that well, I'm in. It's weird. Yeah. I don't but know. Usually if you film anything, you're like, yes. I know. I'm I'm just sort of questioning everything right now. Where I'm just like, I'm not really interested in Instagram, which I've been like gung-ho Instagram for like, I don't know, my whole practice. I've basically grown up on Instagram with my practice. And I... Didn't really want to do that. I don't sure. know why. I can't really explain it. I like that the way you put that growing up in your practice. Growing up Ashtanga. Yeah, and maybe it's just time the way Nobody I w- take that podcast name. <laughs> Second podcast that we just... Growing just up Ashtanga. Get the URL right now. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just really interesting little space I'm in. Don't really want to like... I want to be, I feel more private about my practice right now. Um, I love to share things. It is a fun thing for me, but right now I don't really feel like sharing. Sure. Even though you're sharing it on a podcast right now. Yeah. Well, look at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the best thing you can do is just take the pressure off yourself. Cause if you add pressure and try to force it, like if you force a pose, you're just going to get hurt. So it's true. So true. So just keep it going. Yep. So how's your practice? My practice is good. I mean, I have a pinched nerve in my neck, but I'm kind of slowing down and uh, trying to be nice to myself and just doing half primary and not putting pressure on it. And I figured out what I'm doing wrong. So I'm just going to continue to do half primary and build on it. Um, Just started bringing dropbacks back and I miss dropbacks. So that was about the thing. I'm really craving backbends right now, to tell you the truth. Just because whenever whenever I do like a lot of primary, I just want to backbend. Oh yeah, I definitely feel that. I remember that in in my sore after a month of it being like, I just want to do all the backbends. Even though we were doing, I was doing drawbacks. It still was like I want to do capo. You create, you like crave things. Yeah. And then I wanted to put my leg behind my head, and then I wanted to, you know. Right. Well, I mean, I have all of those things, but this is actually like an injury injury. Yeah. So like. <laughs> Like, when I push it too hard, I realize that I push it too hard, and I pay for it. So, and then you have to deal with it. I do. It's really so fun for it's, me. It, yeah, it's, well, it's not fun for either of us. <laughs> so, it's like, you know, and and the cool thing is that I realized uh, within this, or like I imagine, um, it's, I now know why they call it yoga therapy. Why? Well, just because it's therapeutic to the body. Oh, yeah. I well, know. I mean... I've always known that, but, like, as I'm building back up and trying to recover from injury, if I do it right, it works. And that's why I love Ashtanga so much. Yeah. So. That's right. You you and your hat right now, I had to take a picture because it's the best thing ever. My podcast hat? Your podcast. Is that what that is now? No. Well, now it is. Every time you have to wear it. I'm sorry. No. Yep. Go Browns. But, like... Uh, the weird thing is my motivation is really, really there. Like, I really want to practice. All I've been doing is reading, like, all of Kino's books. Uh, all of my fascination is still there. So, like, I have the exact opposite problem of you right now. It's just 
I can't do it because my <laughs> so. we, just, we just need to combine ourselves. Yeah. You know, and be like, I need your motivation. And we did just mine. get engaged. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yes. So we combine that. We combine that. And then yeah. that but you can't combine your practices. That is terrible, though. Sometimes I wish that I had your, like, like behind the head ability. Sometimes I wish I had all of the, your other abilities. <laughs> but, but it made me think about, so when you were talking about your injury thing, like in your, all your motivation, I saw this meme that was talking about what feels like a crime but isn't. And it's like when you have to call off work when you're actually sick. <laughs> you know? That's good. And it's kind of, you're because yeah. you always feel guilty. You're like, well, maybe I can go in. But you're like coughing up your yep. lungs and stuff. And it's sort of the same when you're actually injured, it, but your motivation is there, but you really shouldn't practice. There's a little, you're like, but you feel guilty about it a little bit. But totally you're like, guilty. I actually have an injury, but also I'm really guilty. Like I have to do it. And then you push yourself too far because I've been there too. And I hate it because I actually like had to go to the doctor, had to do all that. Mm, it's an injury. When, I feel like when lack of motivation, kind of like on our last one, when lack of motivation is also there with an injury, that means maybe the injury is connected to the lack of motivation or something. That's At least that's kind of how I feel like with me. I've been resisting my practice for a while and I have got this like rib thing. I was feeling good and then all of a sudden like I was like meh and then I had this rib thing that was super convenient. Well, that is convenient, but you're also always saying, like, I have an extra rib. My left side of my body is always lower than the right side. Like, I, there's so something you're weird. always whining about that. Well, I have, like, weird imbalances, and I get, like, a little bit crazy about, like, figuring those things out, as Patrick can tell, and as you guys are about to find out, because I guess I'm going to talk about it. But, like, I, my right side of my body is, like, the strong side, but it's not just like, oh, I have a stronger side. Like it carries my practice. Like if I had to depend on just my left side, like we would not be where we are. It's just how it is. And so I'm constantly trying to like, I'll sit there with like my hands pressing into my ribs, like trying to see, okay, is this one higher than the other one? And I'm like trying to like move my head. Like I'll sit there like when we're watching TV and I'm just like moving things around like, oh, I figured out this thing. Or like this side is like a millimeter lower or I feel like there's something here. Maybe I have an extra rib. Like I go a little bit crazy about it sometimes. Mm. Um, and I like figuring out those little like nuances, but sometimes it's like a major distraction when I should just like do my practice. But instead I'll be like focusing on like, okay, well, how can I get more into my left side? And, like, I don't know how to do that exactly. I've been going to figure it out, though. Well, the good thing is Ashtanga's going to balance that shit out. I mean, maybe. I hope I mean, so. Yeah, yeah, it would. It you, will. You think so? I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's kind of hard to break those patterns. Well, I mean. Like, they've been longstanding. I watched this video of me doing Kronavasana once. And it was shot from where you could see my back. And you can literally see that, like, my right side contracts. And, like, it's really whatever. And it's, like, I'm crooked over to one side because my right side is, like, engaged. And my left side is just, like, hanging out. I'm sure that that plays a role in some of your injuries. Totally does because it's always my right side. But, okay. Most of the time. 90% of the time my right side's injured because it's probably doing too much. Hmm. So then I have to, like, take a step back and be like, okay, reconfigure. So that's why, like, this week I've taken more of a break because sometimes, like, if I get into a bad pattern, sometimes it's like I have to take, like, a week off to kind of, like, reset because it's like I'll start doing something. I don't even realize it or maybe I do realize it, but then, like, I can't get out of that pattern because I build up those patterns really quickly in my body. And so then I have to, like, say, like, all right, like, 
let's start over. Yeah, you're also overextending yourself in other areas of your life, too. So you can't just blame it on the two hours on your mat. I mean, you're working 40 hours a week. You're always on your feet. That's true. Like, so uh, you got to think about those things. Like, how much energy are you putting in here to compared to that? And, like, should you be practicing six days a week right now? What should your practice look like? You know? Yeah. So it's like, that's that's always such a fun balance. It's like the ebbs and flows. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's the wave. I mean, I think that, um, yeah, I mean, the ebbs and flows, I think that too many people get really, like, too discouraged. And I see this happen a lot with people where it's like you hit, like, a ebb part and you're like, well, and then you just sort of stop. Instead of just kind of like saying, okay, I'm going to do a little bit and a little bit or set like goals or something saying, okay, well, I'll give myself this amount of time. Like if you don't set that like structure or boundary with it, then like the pause and practice can become forever. So it's Mm -hmm. like you have to know like, okay, I'm going to take this time off because of like lack of motivation or because of like other things going on in my life. Like I have to make sure I have like a day where it's like no matter what I go back to that or like a plan of some sort because without that like especially for me like I will just like quit stuff you know and so without even meaning to it's just like it slowly just goes away and so it's like I have to say okay I give myself a week or two weeks to just like get used to it and like right now I'm giving myself two weeks to like build back into it and and then also telling you that right now but so that you hold me accountable yeah well i first off don't quit things that's try not to do that and then secondly it's for me biggest thing in my life is always building momentum yeah always have that momentum always be building towards momentum so just if you build up over the next two weeks you're going to be somewhere farther than you were before so build momentum yeah, and I think that, like, And I will hold you to that, so if, like, you don't practice, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I know, appreciate that. Thanks, babe. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, also during this time, it's even harder to get super motivated to do stuff because, like, things are so stressful. And, like, especially if you're like me and you're working, uh, I went a long time without having a job. And so any, like, extra energy I had to practice at home could go towards practicing at home because I didn't really have Mm -hmm. a lot else going on. And... But now it's like I'm I'm out in the world in like the COVID world with the masks like 40 hours a week and it is pretty stressful. And so and I'm standing on my feet the whole time and or climbing up ladders or like carrying things or like helping, you know, like folding clothes like I'm just doing all that stuff. And so it's like it wears on me a little bit. And so then my energy level is so much lower. Plus, my stress level is super high right, right now. And so it's like hard for me to then devote it to like what I really enjoy. And that's part of just like a little bit of my um, brain stuff too. Like, I I don't know. So it's just like, I have a hard time. Like when things are really stressful, it's like, I have to put my energy towards my job. Like I can't take the energy from that and put it towards my practice. It's like, I have to get, find some extra energy from somewhere else. Otherwise I'm too tired for work where I'm too depleted. So it's like I've got to figure out like a good balance and it's just going to take time. But if you turn up or turn down your practice based on how you feel in your other areas and based on what is pulling you, then 
your practice will support the other areas of your life. Yeah. So if you turn up too much, it's going to take too much energy. It's going to start taking from you. And but if you if you dial it in, then you'll be good. Yeah, I mean, it's one of it's sort of one of the reasons why um, you know I'm not practicing in the studios because like I the exposure of being at work is a lot, and so I've have to make like some sacrifices to um, be at home and not expose myself anymore not that like I feel like I would be there but it's just about like balance there and since it's 40 hours a week um yeah I mean things take yeah Yeah. things take away from you and And it's like the driving there and coming back like all all of that time it's like I don't have any time at home and so I'm feeling really ungrounded everybody underestimates that oh yeah just the what just a simple 15 minute commute can do or just like in the time that you get back and you're like and I I think that that's what a lot of um, people are experiencing who are forced to work at home at this time mm-hmm. is how how much of a drain it is to just like the everyday hustle yeah yeah i mean you don't really uh put that into it's like i'd have to wake up at four and get myself like motivated right. to then go to the shala and it's like 15 minutes there and then the way back it can take like 20 minutes so that's like what 35 minutes out sure. of my day that like depending on traffic depending and everything traffic. but now there's also some give and take here because totally. you know yeah so so it's like you know i've had to, and so like you know i'm i may end up going back depending on like how i feel it just right now it just made sense for me to kind of be like all right like i need to like focus on myself focus on what's important and then my pra- have my practice support it and figure out what that looks like and it doesn't mean that like i won't do my full practice it just means that like i'm going to build back slowly into it and find where my limits are cuz it's like this is going to be around the whole life like i've gotten pretty far like i'm not really trying to gain anything else right now like yeah. i don't really it'd be cool if i did but i'm not like i don't feel like i have to so it's like i can let i can let myself kind of Go back and forth. Good, because it's 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 not about motivation. It, it, honestly, it's you have the discipline. Now it's just building the momentum. You're not mm-hmm. going to quit a stock anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So that's it's going to be there. So you can run away from it as much as you want because you're always going to practice. So you just have to build up momentum. Yeah, it's, it's like, not about motivation. You have the discipline to do it. So do it. Yeah, I was I was um, listening to this other podcast on ADHD, which is like what I have and it's talking about like consistency and inconsistency and um you know specific to ADHD but I think it's it's good advice for like anybody too that struggles with consistency and like their practice it's like you know sometimes we go either all in or like not at all and it's like even if you are just doing it like once or twice a week it's like better than not doing it at all sure so it's like you just start somewhere and say like okay it's about having that like resilience and perseverance through it. Just be like, okay, I'm just going to continue to do it and have that like, I'm going to get to this. I'm going to get back to it. That like then builds consistency because then you like enjoy it better. So it's like let yourself, you know, pull back. And it's okay if you're not super consistent because like I'm not super consistent in my practice. Like I would love to say that I did six days a week, never took a break yada, 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 for as long as I um, have practiced, but that's not true. I mean, I've Mm -hmm. taken weeks off. I've taken times where I've only practiced three times a week, sometimes four times a week. There have been some times where I've done seven days a week, which that was too hard, but, you know, like, I've kind of, like, ebbed and flowed with it, and I think that that's, like, a good thing to do. seven days a week. Yeah, don't do that. It's a bad idea. When I first started, I was like, can I practice twice a day? Yeah, no, that's... Don't do it. You'll burn yourself out. (laughs) There's a reason. Yeah. Take a break. Your body needs to heal. 
Yeah. And so like, just, I know that that like obsession thing that like, or like that really intensity that I have that bring to my practice will come back. Cause it usually, it always does. It's just like, I have to, when it starts to go away, I can't give myself a hard time. Cause once I beat myself up about it, that's when like, it's harder for me to make it to my mat. Yeah. So be nice to yourself. Yeah. I think and that's all, that, all of this is, it's all a lesson in it. You know? I don't have a problem with consistency, but no. it's, it's once that wall starts getting in the way of the momentum and that wall gets bigger and bigger and it, it becomes daunting. That's what scares me. Well, that's the part I'm where like, I gotta, I have to eventually break through this wall and that scares me to like go back and do it. So I just, I, in order to not lose momentum, I'm just consistent. Yeah, and I think that's good, too. I think that for most people, that's the case. But if you do, if that wall starts to build up or that it starts to feel too daunting, like, it's okay just as long as you continue to build again. So if you lose momentum completely, just, like, you got to can Do standing. What is the word? You got to be, like, persistent. So you're just like, all right, so I didn't do it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it three times this week. I'm going to do it four times next week, five times the week after, and just, like, build it up slowly. Like, I'm all about like that because there are periods of time in your life where like you really just don't have the energy to do practice and if you do your practice when you don't have that energy you're going to start to resent it and then you're never going to do it then you're just going to like have meltdowns on your mat which I have experienced like when I've resented my practice or haven't liked it and I pushed myself too hard through it like I had I would have consistent meltdowns nothing wrong with practicing three days a week nope Nothing wrong with practicing two days a week. Just continue to keep practicing. Mm-hmm. You got to just remember like what the purpose of it is. And sometimes breaks remind you, I think. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my theory. I'm not saying that it's right. This is just like my experience. Firsthand account. Yeah. So it's definitely not like the traditional thing, I guess. But. Uh, yeah, it is. What's not traditional about that? Well, I mean, like. If you're hardcore, like, traditional thing, you're like, no, six days a week, never falter. Okay, I'm sorry. You think Shirach <laughs> hasn't taken four days off? I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? I mean, he, maybe he has. I don't, I don't, I don't pretend to know. Ahimsa. Never, yeah. Be nice to yourself. Yeah. You, I mean, I'm come sure on. he has with, inj- if he's gotten injured. I just don't know for a fact. So I can't say. Right. Well, I don't know for a fact either, but I think that that's the most traditional thing is to honor your body and to, you know, when you can practice six days a week. If something gets in the way of, you know, with modern times and the rest of your life, then go five days a week. And then if, if it makes sense that you actually do feel better five days as opposed to six days, you should probably be practicing five days a week. Yeah. I mean, when I was, when my practice was two and a half hours long, like before second got cut from my practice and I was just doing third, it's like I could only really do five days a week. Sure. It was, it was too hard to, I, you know, if I was like not um, doing anything but yoga, like if I was like a yoga teacher and just taught people and didn't have a family and all that stuff, and I've heard people talk about all of that, it's like that would be, it'd be easy for me to, it's like when I didn't have work, it's like easy for me to devote so much time to practice but then when I have to put my energy towards things that are going to like sustain my like life like working not in yoga like it's I I have to like make decisions and sacrifices somewhere from practicing to learning to you know everything that goes in from you know just the infatuation of an ashtanga yoga practice that can be a full-time job in itself totally just because you're thinking about it eight hours off the mat and then you're going to constantly evaluating how you're sitting and what your pose is doing and you're scared of your pose or you're like how am I going to do this or you're trying to figure it out so you're studying it so 
A hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think that it's like all, all the people, like I'm on what, like my fourth year of practice. So I'm still pretty new of like Ashtanga. I've done yoga longer than that, but like Ashtanga specifically, mm-hmm. it's like almost four years. And, um, it's like, uh, I think in the beginning, like the first two years, I was like obsessed. That's all I could think about. It's all I could do. I was like so into it. It was like motivation was not even a problem at all. Like there was no issue with that because I just was like so obsessed with it. But like that always fades. It's like anything. Like, you know, when you first start dating someone, sometimes you're like, it's all you can think about. And then like that starts to like go into like normal life, you know. What do they call it? The honeymoon phase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the honeymoon phase with yoga for me lasted for a long time. And then it started to kind of dissipate where like this is just like a normal thing. It's terrible because sometimes I'll see like somebody who's really excited, like practicing Ashala and like they're, they're kind of new or like, they're like, you know, six months in and they're, everything's going well. And I'm just saying, I think to myself like, Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) just wait, (laughs) what's going to happen? Like, are they going to be, are they going to stick? Like, are they, are they, so I mean, that was, that was, I hate that I do that, but it's funny. But it's just funny because you're like, oh, just wait. Like, oh, yeah, you're excited now. Like, a little little puppy dog, you know, like, excited about everything. I mean, I was like that. And I remember talking to my teacher and saying, like, I just want, like, all things. And they were like, well, when you get, you're going to hit a wall where you want to quit. Nope, the wall's going to hit you. (laughs) No, it's like, no, that's never going to (laughs) happen. And then, and then, yes, it totally. So, like, that's what I, I think that's what I'm experiencing right now is it's like, okay. The, the first part of the motivation was totally there all the time. And mm-hmm. now I'm in this space of like, okay, so now what? Like I've gotten where I wanted to go with my practice and, you know, it's going to be difficult for me to like progress. Like I'd have to find someone to teach me like the rest of whatever. And do I really want to do that? I'm not really sure. Like, do I want to teach? Do I not want to teach? Do I want to do something with this? Or I just wanted to make it like a hobby. Like I don't really know right now. And so I'm just... That's why, like, the persistence part where it's just, like, I know that I love it and I get a lot out of it, and I have, so I have to keep reminding myself, like, this is what keeps me um, grounded and have, like, mental clarity, and it manages my ADHD symptoms really well. Like, it gives me a good way to, like, get in touch with myself. Like, I have to remind myself those things and then, like, keep at it, you know? So anyone out there who's, like, feeling that way, like, where you're like, okay, I used to be so excited, but now I'm not. Like, what is going on? It's, like, it's totally normal. Like, that's just a thing that happens, and you have to, like, just build in, like, the, this is why I do it, this is what's going on, it doesn't, nothing exciting has to happen. Yeah, what's your why? And that's, well, first off, I do think you should try to continue down this path, and continue to try to teach, and all that, but that goes without saying, (laughs) Um, but that's, you you have to figure out your why, because if you don't have your why, and it's not bigger than just getting a workout, then you're going to struggle. And it has to be bigger than, like, getting a new pose because, like, in the beginning, like, for me at least, it was, like, I was, like, getting poses and getting poses and then I was, like, um, getting, you know, like, one after the other. And that was super exciting. So it was, like, that, like, dopamine hit of, like, I'm working towards a goal. I would, like, do it. i get another pose. And it's it slowed down as, like, my practice as I went further into the series that it's, like, they come a little bit slower because uh-huh. they're harder. And then it's like, okay, now I've hit the point where it's like, is, am I like at my limit or the resources for the poses after what I'm doing are very limited. So it's like, yeah. you know, that that's not going to happen anymore. So it can't be about like getting a new pose anymore. 
Right, and then when everything's going well and everything quiets down, that's when I have my biggest struggles because then I start trying to change everything and, like, can't just let everything be and be okay. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be intense and, oh Yeah. Well, I think that's where it gets cool, where it's, like, more, it becomes probably more of a subtle thing. Like, when I start hitting that and my practice is the same always, it's, like, I have to like dig in and go more inwards. And I think that's where you get more in touch with the subtle parts. But that takes a lot of mental strength to like find the, right. the interest in the practice that you've been doing forever all the time. And you're not really going to progress anytime soon. It takes a whole lot of the opposite of subtle to get to a place where the subtle things start to come up. Right. And yeah. Yep. It's like it goes through those phases. Like, the new exciting, this Ashtanga is awesome. Oh my God, I got a new pose. Oh my God, I'm going all the way through. I finished primary. I can do dropbacks. I stood up. Oh my God, I got the first pose a second. And you're like working through that stuff. And it's like, oh, the struggle, da, da, all that. And then it's like, then you hit this pause where you're like, okay, I'm at a pose that I probably won't get past for a while. Yeah. And, so and, and, I'm, and it's going to be painful. Mm-hmm. Not like painful in like a, you're actually injuring yourself, but painful in like you have to grit your teeth and struggle through this yep. and learn it and I mean it's going to teach you a lot and like that's where you have to that's where people start to like falter and then want to quit because they hit this point where it's like really hard and they're like struggling through it and it's painful and then they're like wait this used to be so fun and I used to enjoy it so much and now all I'm experiencing is pain in my practice and I don't want to do it why am I doing this and if you don't know why you're just going to be like all right well that's it I'm going to try something else and then you do CrossFit or something Yep, and its vicious name is called Karandavasana. <laughs> Everything was going so well. Ashtanga was the best thing ever. Yep. And then Karandavasana entered yep. my life. I'm going to make a cake that day. <laughs> when, like, after, like, a year of doing it, because, like, I've done it before. Yeah. For, and then... But after I do it for like a year straight, I'm just gonna make a cake and write Kronavasana or congratulations on Kronavasana <laughs> for yourself. Yeah, we're gonna throw a little party. Yep, I'm gonna get like home. literally, it's just gonna be me. Like you're not even invited. <laughs> I'm gonna put candles on it. I'm gonna blow out the candles. I'm gonna eat the whole cake. I'm gonna make sure it's like on a Friday because I don't have to practice on Saturday. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna get home and you're gonna be like cake, cake drunk in bed, like icing all over your face, yep. and you're like, I did it. <laughs> Kronavasana. <laughs> Like this is going to be in, like, two years. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> but anyways, um, so, like, when you get to that pose, and you, and it's not even about the pose. That's not what we're talking no. about. What we're talking about is just basically listening to your body and your mind and just, you know, going with the wave and dialing your practice based on the external factors in your life. Although I will say that the, like, listening to your body part can be tricky, yeah which is why you need like a teacher to kind of be like yo because 100 percent. like sometimes our bodies play tricks on us and when i'm like so your mind yeah your mind like you'll be like ooh, like my mind doesn't want it like my mind is telling me like i'm too hurt to do this thing when that's really probably not the case but or i'm like oh i'm just i'm listening i'm too tired today i'm listening to my body and it's like Yo, if you always do that, you're always going to find an excuse. So you literally, do need my a body balance. hurts like ninety percent of the time. Right. If I listen to my body, I would not practice. Right. <laughs> so really, I'd be like, "Well, no, my body hurts today." Oh, making a great case for Ashtanga. It's the it's it, it fundamentally if my somebody body hurts all if the somebody time. up the street said, "Patrick, what's the one thing that I should do in life?" Like, what is your one tip? I'd say go start Ashtanga. 
and yeah, stick same. with it. Like that, that's like, if I ever give like a presentation, like, so what should I do to be a better graphic designer? Like do a shanga. Do a shanga. Yeah. Legit. I know. It teaches you a lot about yourself. It teaches you everything. And it even when you get structure. a little bit salty and bitter towards it, like I am a little bit right now, if I'm, if I'm honest. But I'm, but I'm not. You're allowed to be. It's right. a relationship. Yeah. It's like sometimes I get really annoyed with you, but I still love you. Right. And I'm still going to be with you. Right. <laughs> but sometimes you're annoying. Duh. <laughs> sometimes I'm annoying. I don't know how you put up with me, honestly. Uh, you're not that annoying. Thank you. That's so nice. Okay. Um, but back to this, it's <laughs> just what it comes down to is just listen or, or just, I don't even think it's listening. I think it's just looking at the bigger picture and yes. just, you know, trying to find a balance because you're not going to find the balance. You, I think you're you going to turn up way too hard and then you're going to turn it down way too low and it's, and it's just going to work like that. So, it, but when you start running into things that are telling you that you should not be practicing today or like if you look back over the past month and you're like, wow, my endurance has been down, my irritability has been up, like... I have decreased everything. You should probably take a little bit of a break. Yeah. And I think that's why it's good, which I have not really done this ever, but I have heard of people doing this and I probably should do it honestly, is like recording or like um, noting your practice every day. Just like finding those things that are like, you know, what feels, how do you feel today? Like, how is your mood? How did it go? Like finding the patterns. And if you see over like, a long period of time that you see like a month that things are building towards like something not good and you're like okay this isn't getting better then it's good to take a step back i, I did that for the past two months yeah but then i threw the diary diary away yesterday because i realized i was just lying to myself the whole time that happens too i was just i was just writing things down like practice was great today or like i would just end up writing the same thing isn't that funny how that happens Keep doing this you're like, like only writing this it feels to great like yeah, I'm like, who am I trying? What am I trying to prove? Like, when, like when Abby reads this, she's gonna be like, "This is impressive." Like, like, did you ever like when I was little? I used to keep a journal, and I would be like, you know, in a hundred years, someone's gonna find this and be like, so inspired. No, that was totally me. And so, like, sometimes I would do that in my journal. I'd be like, oh, I try to make it sound cool when, like, literally, I'm the only person that's gonna read it. But for some reason, I'd be like, oh, but if someone finds it, I want them to be impressed. If somebody finds this <laughs> podcast in a hundred years, they're gonna be really unimpressed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we just we just talk about this weird practice. But yeah, having a diary can be beneficial. I've heard that a lot of people love it. Um, it didn't work for me. But another thing that I have to talk about is I want you guys to, you know, if you're if you're you know experiencing a little bit of like injuries or like lack of motivation or irritability in these things, I need you to look into something called Red S. So it's relative energy deficiency in sports and or in sport. And basically, it's just if it, look at it and you can look at graphs and everything like that. And it's it's a good place for you to be looking at because if you're overextending yourself in practice, you're probably going to be experiencing a lot of these things. So just give it a look and see if it helps you. Um, it's It's a good place to start. Oh, that's interesting. Wait, will you read those little circles around it? So I pulled up a graph that has, like, I guess different things that are signals. But what is it? Right. So it's, like, decreased endurance performance, increased injury risk, which it, it could be why I pinched a nerve in my neck. I did, Well, I know why I did that because I was moving incorrectly. Thank you for correcting that, Kino. And then, like, decreased training response, so impaired judgment, 
decrease. Wait. Okay, decrease coordination, decrease concentration, irritability, depression, decrease glycogen stores, decrease muscle strength. And essentially, what this is showing me is this is like, this is why moon days are a thing. Yeah. This is why the rest day is a thing. Totally. But I think that this is a good place for you to start because, like, take a look at these, take a look at the signs. If you're experiencing a lot of these things, you need to be nice to yourself. Yeah, that's super interesting because, like, I think inherently or, like, subconsciously, like, I I know when I need to take a break when I get feeling this way. It's, like, what I talked about having, like, meltdowns in practice is it's probably I'm depleted, you know, like... Mm -hmm. You know, you start not being able to, like, my practice feels super heavy. Like, I can't lift myself up out of things. Like, progress that was happening is no longer happening or it's going backwards. Or it's like, I am, I get home from practice and I just want to, like, I mean, I always, like, come home and just kind of, like, sit around. But it's, like, where I just want to lay and take a nap after practice and, like, um, don't really want to do anything else. Like, it's harder for me to get up in the morning. Like, when that starts becoming a pattern over time, that probably is what's happening. Because I experience all those things, and it might be, you know, where you take the balance of, like, your practice, but also your life, and seeing it as a whole, I think that's, like, a super good point that you brought up, is, like, seeing the big picture of it, and being, like, okay, like, what's going on, where you're, like, you know, okay, well, work is like this, like, my family is taking a lot of energy, I've got this thing going on, I've got a big project coming up that's taking a lot of mental energy, like, whatever it is, and then also you start seeing that's happening in practice, is it's sort of, like, a good feedback Mm-hmm. be able to tell like all right so where can I sacrifice and it's like I might can sacrifice a little bit in practice doesn't mean I stop doing day. it yeah it doesn't mean I stop doing it it just means that like maybe I just do like standing and uh, like sun citation standing and back bends and that's my practice and then know? maybe some pranayama because yeah. like when I got hurt like you came and I was like will you sit down and take me through a class like a, a little pranayama thing and that was like the best thing that like what I was looking for is to get a little heady and just like to breathe hard and to feel like I did something Ashtanga related when my neck was really hurting and that helped. So that was Mm -hmm. the flip side of it. Yeah, totally. Totally. And like, I think sometimes I like got this rib injury probably because I was like overextending myself, Um, you know, working, working late, getting up early in the morning, going to practice, like doing a really hard practice and, you know, doing too much, doing too much, probably not eating enough, like all that kind of stuff. I don't even get there because <laughs> I feel like, yeah, but like sometimes you get like when I get stressed, like my appetite goes away and that is the case for some people do the opposite, mm-hmm. but me specifically, if I get anxious or I'm stressed out, it's harder for me to like take care of myself. Like, because I'm basically, it's like a weird survival mode where it's like, I don't even think about it. It goes backwards. Like it's not even like survival mode but that's probably more likely like mentally how it feels where it's just like things take more effort than they used to. Like feeding myself takes a lot more effort. Like making sure that I'm like that I take a shower every day takes more effort. Like all that stuff. When that starts happening, it's like, whoa, I got to like back off something. Yo, when you have to struggle to, or when it's a struggle to take a shower, you know, you shouldn't practice today. Yeah. Seriously. You have. Well, yeah, but that's, that's also just like. Take a shower. Yeah. I mean, I take a shower. I'm just saying when it's a struggle where it's just like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't think I've ever been so unmotivated that I couldn't get up and take a shower. Well, that's, our brains are different. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Anyways, so again, give 
give the relative energy deficiency in sport a try, um, or at least just look at it. So uh, essentially where that came from was um, female runners losing their period. Oh, yeah. And and so they started looking into it and why that was happening. So. And I think that, like, as a female especially, like, we have a different um, – it's a little different of an approach when it comes to practice, at least for me, is it's like I can't um, do the same things that, like, you do, that, like, consistent, like, effort and everything like that. Sometimes it's not possible. And I've listened to other, like, women ashtangis who have practiced for a long time sort of say the same thing where it's like, you know, if you notice, like, we get more depleted more easily because, like, we have different, um, like, our hormones are different. Everything is mm-hmm. different. And so, like, this practice is really super masculine in, like, the discipline and the goals and, like, the doing all the things. And it's, like, for, for women, like, we have to find the, um, like, the purpose and enjoyment of it in order to, like, make it something that supports our lives. And if it takes away from that, then we get really depleted. And we want to keep up with the guys. And it's, like, sometimes we do that in different ways. Like, we do it with, like, our intuition and our emotion and, like, our our approach to the practice is very, like, intuitive in some ways. And we are better at listening to our bodies. But at the same time, sometimes when we lose sight of, like, okay, like, I, you know, it's my cycle. I need to take a break. Sometimes we like don't want to do it. And it's like, why do we not want to do it? It doesn't mean you can't, you totally can continue to practice even like when you have your ladies holiday, but like you also have to look at like, well, why do I want to do that? Like you got to look at like the balance of things. And I think that that's really like the key in maintaining for me, at least like a long-term practice is like finding that balance. Like sometimes I go through periods of time of intense like practice and like motivation and like can go all out. And sometimes I got to back off and that's okay. Yeah. Like Seems everyone like doesn't we both have, have to, to back off right now. Yeah. I mean like, I think that like the method is like a standard that you always want to get, try to get back to, but it doesn't mean you have to stick with that. That's like the sure. goal, but like, it doesn't mean that like, it just gives a good framework to like, okay, well this is how it needs to be. And so then you can go back to it. Instead of it being like, if we just said, like, if they were like, or if Sharat was like, you know what, practice whenever you want to, and like taught in this like kind of loose way, then probably we wouldn't have that same dedication. I would think so. You know, so it's like, I think that's a good point. I don't think it's a bad thing to have like that structure, but then you got to figure out for yourself what works for you in your life. Yeah. But okay. So let me go ahead and preface all of this. Okay. On the flip side, in that I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, if your Shtanga yoga practice doesn't make you feel amazing off the mat, then you're, you're doing something wrong. Like, no. yeah, but I've, I've, I hear that. Like, yeah. like, oh, if, you know, if your yoga practice doesn't make you just glow and like your, your body hurts and stuff, then you're doing something wrong and which is possible, but then you're just like, so oh, I'm yeah. not one of those people. No, no, no. I mean, like, I don't Your body's going to hurt. Yeah. Like I, I definitely like don't. Like, I don't like suck it up to a point. Yeah, suck it up to a point. I mean, like, I don't like the approach of it being like, it should always feel good because if you see the things we do, like, none of that looks like it feels that good. Like, most time when I post like pictures and stuff, people will be like, ouch. I'm like, yes, you're right. Ouch. But like, yeah, ouch every day at the same time. But like, you know, it's kind of like life. Like, life can't be happy and pleasant all the time. It's going to be hard. And so you've got to work. Yeah, you got to work through it. You can't back out, back. Like, be like, all right, I'm not going to do this. It's like, you still have to do the things. And quit thinking that life is going to get easier one day. It's never going to be easier. easier. And And you don't want it to be easy. And like, like the practice is the same. Like, if it was not, if it was easy, we wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. Yeah. 
Like, I'm never going to quit working. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. Like, it's, just it's like, like, that's when, yeah. It's just like knowing when, knowing when to, like, take a step back and reevaluate. If you're, like, doing things too, like, where you're pressing into, like, the hurting yourself. Right. Like mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all that stuff. If you start, like, harming yourself, like, that, uh, that graph is awesome because it's, like, a really good, like, tool to be able to gauge, like, where am I at? Do I need to back off somewhere? Or maybe I need to figure out how to breathe right in my practice. You know? Right. That's that's huge. Which, like, sometimes I, like, I mean, I tend to muscle towards things. So, like, you know, while I talk about, like, women in practice and stuff, it's, like, I'm also not the most, like, feminine practitioner. When you, like, look at my practice, it looks very, like, masculine. Like, I'm okay. more strength-based. Yeah. Like, I, I am agree. not very, like, I mean, I'm flexible, but it's because of my strength. Like, it's, I, like, you know, I burl, I like burl through my practice. That's my tendency, you know, where I feel like that grace comes to me much later. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's why it's like sometimes hard for me to, I might feel like sometimes I like I'm in the middle of it. Cause it's like, I'm not a like, very feminine practitioner, but I still have to try to honor that. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But don't think that one's not better than the other. No, it's not. It's just like, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I like I don't know I don't feel like I go towards like the feminine norms on things sometimes and so then I have a hard time being like giving advice where it's like I um I don't know it's you hard know to where explain. I think it should be what right in the fucking middle it, yeah totally you gotta have strength and grace yeah it's it's right in the middle for yeah. me and that's and if anything that's what Kino's books always teach me yeah it's you know strength <laughs> extreme strength while relaxing yep yep you can't go too far one way or the other. It's like if it, if you want it to always feel good all the time, you're too re- like it's too relaxed, and you eventually like Meh, like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and and treating yourself right off of the mat, whether it's eating and sleeping and all of those other things, which we can get into in many other podcasts, that's also going to play a very important role. Yeah, in how you feel on your mat. So, and that's and it all. You know, it all can be derived. Like, if I'm irritable because of these things, like, it can be a hundred different things than your Stanga yoga practice. And the thing about all this is you have to dial in your entire life to yeah. be able to be this dedicated to this. Yeah. And, I mean, I think, like, the bottom line of all this stuff that we're kind of, like, talking about is, like, finding balance, you know, and knowing, noticing when you're off balance and, like, when you need to take a break and when you need to, like, go harder. Because sometimes, sometimes when things are hard or things feel like a lot, sometimes I have to, like, go with more intensity into my practice sure. and I feel better. You and, know? It'll, and, it'll break, and you'll get a breakthrough. Right. Like, sometimes when I'm too, I, like, feel dull in my practice or I'm, like, too whatever and I'm, like, I'm super energized like, in a way where it's, like, I don't feel like I got out everything, like, that sometimes is where it's, like, yeah, I have to, like, when I'm anxious, it's sometimes, that's when I need to go more into my practice. practice, I'm, like, depressed and stuff, I don't know, it just depends, so. It, it, 100% it depends, and to the flip side, sometimes, you gotta go out, you gotta eat some pizza, you gotta drink a beer, and you just gotta blow off some steam that way. Yep. So, live your life. Find your balance. Yeah. Take, Take rest, or go harder it just is going to have to depend on you and so it's like using some of these tools like the relative energy deficiency in sports thing or documenting your practice noticing patterns and then noticing what's going on with you and you can always consult with like your teacher or someone on like what you're going through to see what they think because they may be like seeing your practice or like a partner you know like I do that with Patrick a lot where I'm like talking like I think I should take a break and he's like yeah okay yeah you've been going pretty hard in your life I see that 
like he can see things that sometimes I don't realize I'm giving off. Like I'll feel it sure. on the inside and you'll pick up on it and be like, well, I know your practice pretty well. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and you know, if you actually have like a legit teacher, they have experienced most of the things that you're probably experiencing. Yep. So they will point you in the right direction. Yep. All right. All right then.